Part of me laughs. Part of me cries. Part of me wants to record the final episode of the Spice Girls podcast. You're listening to Part of the Pops, the podcast that relives and relives pop culture. celebration i've had gin welcome back to the final episode of pod of the pops series one spice girls edition we will be back with a series two in the autumn and we cannot wait fall if you are american (laughs) yes to our american listeners out there yeah but as a final special because we've really enjoyed this has been our first ever podcast that we've ever Mm -hmm. any of us have ever done done. although i have featured on another (laughs) oh we've all done features I've not told you this I will try and find a link to it then because it really ties in for our audience I did a podcast uh, with um, a comedian friend called Laura Lex and she gets comedians it's like a film podcast mm-hmm. and you pick a film and you're up against another comedian and you answer like mastermind style quiz questions oh, can good. you guess which film I chose Spice World Spice World the movie yes can you guess who hands down won that podcast you did a yes, bitch. <laughs> there was not a question. I was like, bang, bang, bang. And they were like, that's slightly concerning, but okay. <laughs> I was proud. I will try and find a link and we'll throw it up because I think our audience would be really good at those questions too. Yeah, yeah. So as a special final episode, we were inspired by the Victoria Beckham episode where in Vogue, she wrote an open letter to her 16-year-old self. Which was so beautiful. Great, yeah. So touching. So nice to see, you know, our Vicky just opening up to the world and actually just seeing things without necessarily seeing them. Yeah. <laughs> I read it again the other day and had a little, in prep for this episode, and had a little cry. Aww. At work as well. Awkward. <laughs> so, so what we've decided to do is write an open letter to our pre-podcast selves. Yep. So we're going to write a letter to the three friends that started a podcast six months ago before they did this, and the, it's going to be about the lessons that we learned. And the, the journey we that we went on, yeah. Beautiful The wild six-month journey. It's maybe a little self-indulgent, but... It's about us, though, so we're allowed If to. you can't be self-indulgent in your own podcast... When can you? When can you be? Exactly. So we've written three separate letters... That none of us have seen each other's nope. letters. Nope. Nope. We don't know what they're about. No idea what you're going to say. Any more skeletons in the closet? <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, I haven't read my letter for a few days because I wrote it. I've written it in part since we decided we were doing it. So I may have forgotten some of the things I've said. But I do remember at one point being like, you probably shouldn't say that. But you're please do it. Please do Go This is it. a spill Spell the tea it. episode. Yeah. Okay. Strap yeah. in, everyone. I've got some juice. <laughs> Um, so, should we do it in bits? Can I go... I think I've got a good opener. Okay. okay. Go for it. As always. <laughs> <laughs> Dear pre-podcast Aaron, you're driving down the M5 from a gig in Oxford, which you don't yet realise is the wrong way. <laughs> and you've had an idea for a podcast that you think is great, but probably won't work. You're just scared. And you're hiding your fear behind two excuses. One, that you're too busy. You'll always be busy. Two, you have a boyfriend. He'll be gone soon, and when he's gone, he won't call for six months. But don't worry, working on this podcast will get you through it. Okay, I went in early. Yep, went in. And we won't bother introducing ourselves to him. <laughs> <laughs> because we know it's so Sorry. You know you can't do this alone, and wouldn't want to. But, 
put down the voice message you're trying to record because you're doing 70 on a motorway at night the wrong way and you'll accidentally delete it as you try to save it anyway. Can I just say you've not gone the wrong way down the motorway, you're just driving the wrong way. <laughs> 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 it's, it's like you're in the wrong way. And you'll accidentally delete it as you try to save it anyway. Oh. Good ideas need to be written down before they fly away. Great ideas never leave. This idea is average at best. <laughs> Did you say self-indulgent podcast? <laughs> Modest. <laughs> that was, yeah, so that was, I want to say November, October, November when oh, I called yeah. you guys. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, well, I remember things slightly differently. Okay. So, when Aaron told Lauren and me about the Spice Girls podcast idea, I thought it sounded amazing. What I didn't realise was that Aaron was actually asking me and Lauren to guest star on a few episodes. (laughs) (laughs) The excited and eager Spice Girl fans that me and Lauren are, we jumped straight on board and decided, without being asked, that we would also be (laughs) co-presenters. I don't actually know how Aaron feels about us jumping on board. But it's, and stealing his thunder, but it seems to work, right? So in December, we started thinking of names for the podcast. I came up with Nostalgics, which is shit. A few <laughs> names. No, it was good. Nostalgics, but someone already had it. Oh, okay. That I mean, Because uh, our Insta chat group is still called that. Oh, right. That's okay, right. Okay. Yeah. A few names later, my biggest contribution to the podcast is the name, Pod of the Pops. Except Aaron <laughs> could never remember the name and kept saying Pop of the Pods, despite me and Lauren saying otherwise. And the original logo was wrong because I called it Pop of the Pods. Yeah. And then it took me ages to fix it. Yeah. I'm so glad you remember it now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is true. I was originally going to have different people each episode. But it was going to be, it was a really bad format then because the idea was going to be gays teaching girls. Okay. So I was going to teach people about this, which was really self-indulgent much. <laughs> so now just gays and girls teach everyone about space. Yeah, this yeah. is much better. Though, to be fair, I feel like most of the episodes, you are you are teaching us. You are our I've done the guru. research, to be yes. fair. Yeah, and we just get the tickets. Yeah. Right? yeah. Research. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is everything's <laughs> off the table. <laughs> Yeah, I am research spice though. Yeah, definitely. I'm just not up early in the morning to book the ticket spice. But I'll go to work anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I was teaching, if it helped, I was teaching circus to kids. And some of those kids, you know, are really hard done by. Okay. Oh, oh my little kids. I'm not there today. They'll be missing me. Oh. But Spice Girls come first, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, apparently not. <laughs> okay. Lauren, yes. do you have something you'd like to share with the group? Yes. Dear pre-podcast Lauren, you will be so jazzed about this idea. You will be so jazzed. jazzed. <laughs> who who are you? <laughs> oh, I'm loving this letter already. <laughs> Start to think up all the different things you could ramble about, but you have to be kept on one topic, and it's the Spice Girls. You'll be feeling so nostalgic. You'll have all these amazing childhood memories come back to you, and who is it better to do it with than two of your best friends? Oh, sentimental so, spice. Yeah, yeah. Aaron will do all the research, and you will do all the rambling. 
You have no idea how much you ramble or how much you talk while you think, which means sentences last forever. <laughs> yes, we can testify to that. <laughs> Hashtag justice for forever. <laughs> <laughs> The editing will teach you that every um and r takes about five minutes each to edit <laughs> and you will continue to hate yourself for the hours it takes to edit episodes. Um, you will come up with the name despite what Karen says. <laughs> uh, it was 100% my idea. 100% idea. It was top of the pops. That's where I got the idea from. Yeah, I'm sure it was me. Anyway, right. Maybe we'll never quite know No, we will because it's on in the social medias, so I'll check back. But oh. it's definitely me. We'll check back. But that group chat is so long, there's no way you're getting back. I can search on it though. Yeah, but you couldn't even find the passwords to the yeah. social media for ages. <laughs> and you tagged that as password. I know. <laughs> Who came up with the name? I'm not getting you. <laughs> oh, this is like Cardi B or Nicki. I'm not. I'm not I love playing. this. I love this. Yep. Yeah. Is that you? Please continue. Yes. Okay. <laughs> this is so much fun. I'm so glad we had this idea. I say we because I know it was my idea, but I'm <laughs> dear pre-podcast Aaron, you don't know everything you think you know. Knowledge is like a middle-class white man's penis. <laughs> The louder they shout about it, the less they probably have. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just going to I wrote this one last night when we came in drunk. <laughs> and it's starting to show. <laughs> You're going to invest, some would say waste, hours, readers' days, researching the Spice Girls, watching old clips, reading interviews, downloading music. Even then, you will get things wrong. Frequently. That is okay. The listeners will understand and correct you and feel good for knowing there was a little nugget they knew more than the self-appointed expert. And that's better. Much better. If the Spice Girls taught you anything, it's that being an imperfect human is perfect. Yes. Embrace your flaws and your fails and your faults because they're the best thing about you. Yes, they're the reason you keep losing bags and falling down staircases. (laughs) But they give you the funniest stories for dinner parties. And yes. that is the spirit of spice. Oh, oh that's that. just like a middle class white man's penis. Save it for the Edinburgh show, Aaron. Save it for the Edinburgh show. I think we're a little delirious before the yeah, we anyway. Yeah. So, dear pre-podcaster Karen, it just rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? Doesn't it? I thought I knew everything in my teens and I was sorted when approaching the end of my 20s. Little did I know this was the beginning of podcasting (laughs) and self-employment and a new career path for me with no money. (laughs) We are still open to sponsorship deals. (laughs) With becoming older comes the push from within telling you actually, yes, you can do it. The podcast confirmed this for me Pushing boundaries is always frightening, but I couldn't think of a better way to do it than with these two close friends. Aww. Aww. Maybe we should have called this the Nostalgics. <laughs> Considering what you just said, I just need to gather my thoughts for a second. Um, oh, because she's, she's been like, now I made the name. And... No, no. <laughs> Lauren's written letter is um, very much uh, a conceptual piece. <laughs> yes. She hasn't written it. Yes. <laughs> But as we all know, I can make shit up on the fly because I'm a good bullshitter. Anyway, 
that you are not interested. They will convince you otherwise. That's okay. You will relent and audition in front of the TV judges and a packed audience at the London Palladium. Alicia will wink, David will flirt, and you'll call Simon old, but throw your trousers at him anyway. The researchers will insist you perform to music, even though you don't normally. It's good that they pushed you. You'll ask if you can do it to Jerry Halliwell's It's Raining Men, but they can't get the rights, so you'll have to do it to the Weather Girls version instead, knowing one day you'll get to tell Jerry to her face you tried. (laughs) You won't. Yet. Yeah. Even though your routine won't be finished until the day before because of constant changes, you'll nail it. Like, really nail it. The crowd will erupt and you'll get a standing ovation from the judges. You'll get four yeses and really feel like you're going to make it. But they won't even televise it. This too is okay. You'll be held back from the competition for not signing their contract, which would have instantly locked you into a deal with Psycho, with no mentioning of terms length or money. Well done. If those hours of wasted Spice Girls research taught you nothing, it's that Victoria Beckham would not have signed that contract either. Mm -hmm. Control of your art and name is more important. Plus, you'll get a hug from Deck, and that's all that really matters. 100%. I know, that was a tough time, because we were so rooting for you. We were so... I'm so proud proud of you yeah I'm very proud of you for the fact that you did such an amazing job and got a standing ovation but the true thing I'm proud of is you staying true to yourself yeah that's what I'm really yeah. proud people of. would have buckled and signed that contract yeah. you know yeah. and thrown you know whatever the under the bus. this is not a slight that as at anyone that is on Britain's Got Talent so I think of most of our listeners know I did go through the audition cycle this year mm-hmm. in front of the judges filmed live and it with was with a standing ovation yeah. Yeah. It was long. It was a very long process. Like, I, I did all of it. Um, up to, I was at the decision day. Like, I was fully expecting to go through. And I do know a lot. I already knew a lot of the acts in it from before because I've been in this industry for 10 years. And the acts, a lot of the acts that got through, especially all the comedy ones, are amazing. And yeah. I have nothing but respect, mm. especially uh, for my good friend, Barbara Nice. Um, I was super excited for her to get to semis and really disappointed she didn't get to finals. Although the good thing is she didn't get to the final, so we went for comedy drinks in Birmingham. So it was nice for me. So, I yeah. <laughs> so it's nothing against her. But yeah, that contract felt dodged from the... And I'm really proud that. And I couldn't have done that without, obviously... Well, I would never have auditioned if you guys hadn't have. You guys pushed me to... Not pushed me to do it, but mm-hmm. when the, it, I was so scared that they were going to ridicule me and make it a joke act. Because yeah. it was Ariel and comedy together. Like, yeah. how does that play out? Mm-hmm. And I literally gave them every... I Spice Girls wise. I'm giving you everything. I think what uh, has been interesting for me is that they're obviously in the process is that they actually create a huge amount of content and you maybe see 20% of it. Oh, no way. Not even 20 I can honestly tell you of me, that, so they didn't showcase any of mine. Yeah. And we must have filmed five, six hours. But you film like so much B-rollers. Yeah. Like, weird things like, yeah. yeah, you film lots and lots of stuff like for hours and hours and mm-hmm. hours. It's a mm-hmm. big... So, whoever edits and produces that... If you think that's where, editing this podcast... Yeah, that, I would say... That job That is the unappreciated skill. I'd say the people that work on those programmes and work in the editing suite and the producers that manage to reduce a show like that into a cohesive story... Yeah. So, you know, we all take the mick out of these shows and we're like, 
oh, the X Factor and Britain's Got Talent, they do all these sob stories. Being able to string together the footage that you've got into that moving one minute story yeah. that plays before that audition. That's a skill. Oh, that's a talent. And that's mm-hmm. why when those programmes win, I think Britain's Got Talent this year won Entertainment Show of the Year at the yeah. National TV Awards. Yeah. That goes to the producers, the exec producers, mm. the research people who find those people and the, the people that work in the edit. Yeah, I suppose it's all the background crew. I guess my thing is that I just don't know how I feel about the show ethically. I will say this, the first, up until I got my no, they couldn't have been like, they were very, very, much more accommodating. And I will say that it did feel like on that, on that audition day, mm. it felt like they were setting you up to win. And I'd say that as someone that obviously had a positive experience. Yeah. But I saw people get no's. Yeah. Because you were all in the same room. Yeah. And they were very happy. They, they were happy to stay around and film post interviews. So it wasn't like they had a terrible experience. So Yeah. That is the BG T. BG T. Yeah. But I'm not angry. Like I'm really glad I had the experience and I learned a lot. Yes. And after this podcast, that's all I'm going to say on it. Okay. I have to admit, Lauren and Aaron carried the majority of the work. Definitely. Lauren edits. Aaron edits. Writes the notes. Makes the videos and memes, and basically promotes us. I did not realise editing literally takes days and days. This whole process has been an eye-opener for me. It's been a great laugh, but been painstakingly tedious for Lauren and Erin as they spend hours and hours editing, listening and adding in music. I keep telling myself that I will learn, so I'm committing myself by seeing it here. Yes, series two. I will <laughs> learn to edit so I can share the workload. Woo! The day we lost pretty much a full episode was a low point. What is great about supportive friends, though, is knowing they have your back and will be there regardless. We were all gutted about the episode, especially as it was an absolute banger. Would we have the same banter again for round two? We quickly realised our work schedules, me with my business and still teaching, Aaron with his full-time day job and his airling in comedy at night and Lauren with her costume-making crazy shifts. Although Lauren and I were up in Glasgow, Aaron is based in Birmingham, so we had our first experience recording remotely away from each other. We struggled with the quality and the internet connection, but we did it. The frustrating thing about podcasting is trying to reach your audience. We don't have thousands of followers or the advertising budget to reach people. We are just three ordinary people who love all things 90s, but it works. Aww. Aww. Thank you. That's lovely. That day. <laughs> Actually, the day was fine when we recorded. It was the following week when I just messed up that editing two, three times. Oh, it was because it was, it was a different, it was a whole different format. I, and I went about it the wrong way when I joined the two tracks. Well, it was a learning yeah. experience. Yeah. How are you to know? That was a long week. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Again. No. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That episode, I, I I don't know how, I knew it didn't put it out. But it's Jerry, like we couldn't not no, we put Jerry out. We got there. Yeah. Oh, for those who don't follow us on Twitter... Twitter. Twitter. This podcast will make you American. Dear pre-podcast Aaron, this podcast will make you American. <laughs> um, yeah, the, the the second Jerry episode was recorded separately. But Jerry is our most listened to. Of yeah. all the Spice Girls, mm. I don't know if this is I don't know if you saw the tweet I put out. Jerry, yes. mm-hmm. Emma, yeah. Mel C, Victoria, Melby. 
It's interesting. Yeah, yeah. And I don't, I don't like pitting the girls against each other or, no. or anything like that on popularity. But it surprised me that that was the order of how people wanted to listen. Mm, and yeah. Jerry, all of the episodes with Jerry in the title. Yes. Were high. Mm. Should we just put Jerry in the title for that person? <laughs> <Right now. laughs> Whatever we say about her, she does draw a crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Are you ready? Well, so... You were born ready, all right? The, all the rest I was going to say is it's kind of personal and then I bring it back to... Do it. Just, just go okay. for it. Right. Okay. So, dear pre-podcast Lauren, you are single right now and have been single for 14 months and you're starting to consider dating. You're going to download the apps over Christmas and you will have approximately two weeks... <laughs> Of being a slut. <laughs> Two weeks. <laughs> Six days of slut. As we call it here at the podcast. Um, you will live your best life. And you'll send out amazing uh, date reports, which everyone will enjoy. Oh, Long essays. Long essay. The morning after the night before. <laughs> Sometimes you'd, you'd text her and be like, how did it go last night? Wait, I'm in the middle of writing my monologue. <laughs> Or it will go, be shared. Or she go, I'm still in bed. I'll message you when I leave. She was not, not upfront about it. Yeah. It was so I shared, um, and one day, maybe it'll be a novella, guys. Who knows? If it'd gone longer, we all said it might be a novel, but it was cut short. Um, short but sweet. Yeah. It was short but sweet. I know you're being responsible by getting a coil as a med- emergency contraception. <laughs> <laughs> but you will have a horrible couple of months and we'll, <laughs> and we'll literally live on cranberry juice <laughs> it's a shame because it could have been a great option but oh well <laughs> I can't believe how honest we're being in this episode we should not have drunk that much uh, you won't believe this but you're actually going to fall in love within like a couple of weeks and in six months you're going to move in with them and live somewhere where you've always wanted to live. Oh. But as the Spice Girls would say, sisters before misters, and this experience will bring you even closer to your good friends, and you'll experience the highs, lows, and technical difficulties together. <laughs> <laughs> and this experience will make you really appreciate those amazing and resilient heroines of your childhood. And you will love them more than you thought possible. Aww. Aww. I can't believe you were so honest in that. I mean, obviously <laughs> we knew all of that. <laughs> That's right, guys. I hope no one was eating there, by the way. <laughs> honest, honest spice over here. Does he know that? The L word? Have you guys said that to each other? Oh, yeah. Like, oh, right, okay. So, I mean, that would have been an amazing reveal. No. So, I love so, it. No, like, we said that in Amsterdam, like... When was that like? Like a month into dating. <laughs> Lauren goes hard. I know. She went hard into her six days of being a slut. She went hard into her relationship immediately after. Yeah, that's right. God. I don't do things my hands, guys. I've got to say, though, at this age, you know, we've not got much choice. We've got to go for it. Exactly. You don't have time. Just crack on. (laughs) Um, Although we will say, always be very responsible. Don't be like me. Be responsible. No, you were responsible. Ish. The, all the part of the popsers are very responsible STI clinic goers. Yes. I went last week. All came back clear, guys. Very good. And I had another vaccination. Yeah. Oh, God, guys. If, little tip from your Uncle Aaron. 
if you go to an STI clinic, tell them you're gay because they give you all the really good vaccinations because we're more at risk. So you get all of them. And some of them you have to pay for if you're going to foreign countries. Like I've had all the hepatitis ones. So what vaccinations do you get? All the hepatitis. I'm vaccinated against hep A, B, and I think C as well. And oh. then I had some other vaccination for something else before that when I was... Uh, so when we went on tour mm. and we had to be vaccinated against things, yeah. I didn't have to do it because I was already done. Amazing. And I had it for free and everyone else had to pay seventy pound. So yes. Mate, we are so Shout under- out to Glasgow Sexual Health Clinic. Thanks for hooking a girl up. Uh, and to Birmingham Umbrella Clinic. It was good. And, and to shy about South Lanarkshire Libraries. <laughs> <laughs> for all those books. Because they've not had a mention for a while. Dear pre-podcast Erin, you have always been a goal setter. Since you were 19, which was only three years ago, you, <laughs> you have completed an annual review on your life. People laugh, but you think if it's good enough for employers to do, then it's good enough for you. Mm-hmm. This has put you in good stead. You make smart decisions about what you want to achieve and set realistic goals. But it makes you scared to make goals because you hate losing, especially against yourself. But you took a chance on this podcast, and these are the aims that you wrote for the podcast. I've never told you guys these ones. This podcast will be a celebration, arguably, of the finest girl band in history. Certainly the girl band that had a pivotal and lasting effect on the morals and motivation of a generation. Tick. This podcast will be a chance to talk about issues in feminism, in the music industry's treatment of women, in how we personally shaped our lives. Identify those and focus on them. You guys thought this was just about the Spice Girls? Erin has an agenda. (laughs) This podcast will be fun, 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 fun. (laughs) Tick. Tick. This podcast will be a reflection on how we have changed and how the eras have changed us. This podcast will be a reflection in itself of friendship. This is such an Erin line. Friendship (laughs) and chemistry should ripple through this. (laughs) Tick. Tick. This podcast will be a showcase of your abilities as a presenter and panellist. Hook me up, BBC. (laughs) This podcast, it's worth saying it again. It's going to punish you? (laughs) Yes, you did! (laughs) Amazingly, the line was, fun, 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 fun. (laughs) And if that doesn't prove my point. (laughs) Justice for out of your mind. Further to this, you will set yourself the goal of making the new and noteworthy list on iTunes. You think that is an absolute stretch, but you tell everyone that's your goal because you really want them to push for it. And you've researched diligently the best way to do it, and it seems hard, but you write it down anyway. Those aims, those points you wrote, each and every one of them will be mentioned in your iTunes reviews. Each of them will be recognised by someone you've never even met. Because the three of you did that. Also, you'll hit that iTunes chart within five weeks. Because you three, my friend, are stone cold hustlers. Yes, bitch. You did that. I still can't quite. That moment I saw we'd hit the new and noteworthy list. And we were, ironically, next to David Williams. And I remember looking at it. At that point, I can't remember what was happening with BGC. I don't know whether I knew that I hadn't got through or I was worried about it. And with then, I saw, so I scrolled up and I saw David Williams. And I was like, as if that guy needs promotion. Like, he doesn't need... Why is ours not... Oh my God, we need him! Oh yeah, I love the system! The system works! 
the system called reciprocity. Aaron has used this podcast to learn about musicals. <laughs> he is now a bona fide musical guy. He's not, but he's not, but he's on his, he's on the path. We're trying to get him there. Yeah, we're getting there. Yeah. Okay. Dear pre-podcaster. I had suffered from anxiety for a few years, except I hadn't actually realised that it was anxiety. I thought that feeling in the pit of my stomach was an everyday occurrence for everyone, except it shouldn't be. Alongside it, I would feel sick, I would worry about the worst possible scenarios, play situations over and over in my head. I attended an NHS, shout out to the NHS, Mm -hmm. stress control class, which was the start of a change in my thoughts and feelings with life circumstances. I realised I couldn't actually control what people thought of me, and actually I could only change my own attitude in life. A year later, after a few more courses, I decided to start my own business called Mind Marvels, an emotional well-being business helping young people to understand and regulate their own emotions. This has literally been a breath of fresh air for me, as already being a teacher, this seemed a natural progression. I'm not sure if I would have went down the self-employed, starting my own business route, without having some of these stumbles along the way. So yeah, any shout out, you know, we all feel mental illness, like, everyone's affected. Definitely no one in this room. And, you know, as as we've we've even touched on the subject in this podcast, the fact that these heroes of ours have experienced mental illness of their own, you know, it affects everybody. That Melby episode was hard. Yes. We knew going into it, what was that second episode, we were like, oh my god, we know what this is, we know what we have to... We didn't know how to cover it really, and we were like, yeah. "How is the sensitive way of doing this?" And it's a yeah. bit sad that she had the worst. It is, but it's um, yes, but that episode a came with a disclaimer that some people wouldn't have yeah, wanted to, yeah. um, which I think we were smart to do. And um, uh, but B is a recent episode, so it may not have. Yeah. Yeah. That's more the first episode. Yeah, okay. To, so it may climb up. But having said that, maybe had the least listens compared to the others. But the feedback on that's been... Very good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And that we handled it sensitively, which yep. is so relieving because yes. the last thing we would have wanted to do was upset mm-hmm. anyone that had been through that or experienced anything like that. Yeah. It was definitely yeah. never anything yeah. we wanted to do. And you starting a business was crazy, like, good. I think that's so a you thing that, like, fits way more in you than... Not that you can't work for other people, you're very good at that, but you running a business just seems like... It's logical to me. Yeah, for it to be in this. Totally not what I would ever have thought. If someone had said a year ago, that's what you're going to do, you're not going to be a teacher, you're going to do your own thing, I wouldn't have believed them. I believe. I would believe. I would believe. Because you're always being an independent person. I don't like people telling me what to do. Well, exactly, (laughs) exactly. You always like, you're really good at like leading and you have really strong views on things and I think a leader needs that. Yeah. And I mean... The fact that I'm freelance is kind of just like part of the course for my industry. You know, yeah. it wasn't necessarily Snaps. a decision. Um, but I think that works well for you too. As well, because now I've realised that I went and worked in places like full time briefly and <laughs> I don't like it much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Same thing. Oh my god, Lauren is not one for a nine to five. <laughs> no, no. I like, I like things being ever nothing. Or like fourteen hour days. I don't really yeah. do in between. Yeah. To be quite honest, guys. I wonder though whether that's because that's 
you've known mostly that 14 hour day thing and then having periods of fallow like yeah in between I like variety in my life yeah I think it's projects as well I think you work really well on a project like when yeah. you can see here's the start and here's the finish yeah rather that like the nine to five thing is the same thing every day it's yes. not like the comfort that they know where they are next week they know where they are next month they know they can plan their years yeah yeah whereas you work well on a I want the beginning I want to see this to the yeah. end yeah and I think it's yeah. a generational thing as well I mean like for example your parents you mm. they've had the same job and the same field and the same yeah. school and NHS centre yeah know? and that's great and really you know admired but admirable yeah admirable admirable isn't doesn't sound right um yeah, but i think our generation's different we're doing yeah. lots of different jobs jobs yeah. that weren't invented when we were younger jobs yeah. you know because yeah. no, our generation healthy. had to because the generation before did not put the foundations in to keep it going but they've got a really good pension yeah and we're never going to retire so i think if i'm never going to retire i'm going to have adventures now and do a job you love. Yeah, and do a job I love. So that's, you know, that's my goal in life, guys. And also do fun projects like this, you know. Exactly. We might not be making money, yeah. but we're having fun. Exactly. I'm really proud of this project. Yeah, me too. Dear pre-podcast Erin, writing a podcast is hard work. Yes, I wrote this. He wrote this, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> What's that Ariana Grande thing? I wrote it. Oh, I don't know. I'm not. I wrote it. This podcast? I wrote it. it. (laughs) Writing a podcast is hard work. You don't yet appreciate the hours of recording and editing that go into it, especially on that Lost Jerry episode. Oh. But nothing worth having was ever easy. Just ask Rita Ora's second album. (laughs) Justice for Phoenix. Ask Wendy from... (laughs) Oh, oh girl thing. Oh, no. She never got it, though. But nothing worth having was ever easy. It will be hard work. It will be long. But this is an investment, and you've created a product now, and you're proud of it. As a society, we don't take enough time to stop, slow down, take a deep breath, and recognise our achievements. Do this for yourself now, and encourage others too. Write down in a scrapbook anything you feel positive about. Anything that you've done that you're like, yes, I did that right. And I should remember that in the future when I doubt myself. And keep doing it. Invest in that scrapbook the way that you would invest in your insecurities. Only worry about the good things. Because the bad things, they already worry about themselves. So true. We could spend hours analysing situations. That's beautiful. I love that. Yeah. yeah, so I've started to do that. I've never been very good at, like, clapping myself on the back. Mm-hmm. And, and the person who pulls me up most for that is my friend, uh, famous comedian Louisa Omelan. She's a very good friend of mine. You should, uh, depending on when this goes out, type her name into BBC iPlayer. She has, like, three series on there because she's the most famous person you've never heard of. And she's a badass bitch. And she's hilarious. She's a comedian. But she's always telling me off because when she asks me how something's gone, like, oh, how was your show last night? I was like, oh yeah, it was all right. And she really did it last weekend at my preview for my Edinburgh show. I was like, oh, that was really awful. I felt really uncomfortable because you were in the room listening to my bullshit. And she was like, I listened to your show and I wished my show was more like that. Yeah. And I'm like, why am I underplaying things that I've yeah. done? If I know yeah. that I've done these things, why yeah. do I have to let my friends boost me up? Yeah. Why can't I walk into a room with my friends and be like, 
I just did that. Yes. Mic drop. Yeah. And we should be more like that. And so that's why I'm trying to write down the things that I'm like, yes, I did that. Yes, we hit the new and noteworthy list. Yeah. Yes, we have more listeners than we thought we'd have. Yeah. Yes, we finished this. Like, clap yourselves. Yes. That's my absolutely. Gift and recommendation to you. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, and I also have a little quote on my phone that sits there all the time on my screensaver. And it says, No one can make you feel inferior without your consent. Oh, that's, that's nice. Also about yourself, though. Yeah. So you, you know, you've got to big yourself up mm-hmm. as well. The quote on my phone is, "When you eat bread, Ryan Gosling cries." <laughs> <laughs> really, it's how I can see things. we're on the same wavelength. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so hitting thirty has made me realise how focused I have become, just at a time when the pressure is on to have a child. The biological clock is ticking. Blah, blah, blah. Typical. You finally work out what you want to do and then you find added pressures. The joys. <laughs> I was always waiting for a sign of adulthood arriving. It finally happened age 29. I was at home with my partner Craig. I had been out gardening and I came in and I said, Craig, where is the hole? This was the first time I had ever used the word hole in its own meaning, its actual meaning, a garden hole. I realised in that moment that yes, I had arrived at adulthood. I was now using the word hole in its serious nature. For our non-Scottish listeners, the word Karen is trying to say is ho. As in, oh, H-O-E. Well, people outside of the UK know yeah, I think oh, American yeah. can say garden home. Nathan says ho. They say yeah. ho, but do they know ho as in? Ho. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because you got yeah. TLC. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. she is the ho. Yeah. But yeah. can I just say that I don't actually say that in a derogatory term, like, all the time, but that was the first time I'd ever used it, and it's official. I support right? these strippers. I support these strippers. Yes, exactly. 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 Uh, That's okay. nice. So that, yeah, that was a wake up. I love that. But me. like you said to me earlier, adulthood never comes. No. <laughs> you always feel like a... Yeah. Yeah. And Unless yeah, it happens later than This say. podcast has made me feel young. It's reflected on my childhood, on my heroines that I grew up looking to, you know. Yeah. And it's been I felt like it's been nice. It's been a circle. Dear pre podcaster Erin, you've always believed in friendship, mainly because the Spice Girls rammed it down your throat from the age of seven. <laughs> and you invest heavily in those relationships. This will stand you in good stead. When people tell you, you should do a podcast with other comedians, get famous guests on, help it grow, you are right to ignore them. You know that the two women sat beside you are funny, passionate, driven, intelligent people who have far more to say about feminist issues and the state of the world than most of the basics on stage. When you want to destroy your laptop because it's being a knob, they'll be there. When you want to give up on social media because it's being a knob, they'll be there. When you want to scream at Simon Cow because he's been a knob, <laughs> they'll be there. You should probably thank them more often because we really are the product of the people that we keep beside us. Oh, yes. oh I've had Jen and I'm going to cry. When Aiden texts us and says, I think a car's following us, and me and Lauren both go to sleep. I did not go to sleep. No, you were very helpful, actually, because you told me, like, A, you... They were like, oh my god, you're not overreacting, you're being... Basically, I was driving home on Thursday, yes. Friday. Yeah, yeah. 
um, like two days ago, and a car followed me down the motorway for about 40 miles after like um, trying to scare me for a bit, like driving in front, flashing the lights and stuff, followed me for about 40 miles, and I was really scared, so I had to text these guys mm. safely. I did it in a safe way. Don't come for me. <laughs> Um, you said, you said, you said, I was too scared to stop at a services because I thought if I stopped at a service, they would get, I really thought yeah, I would get shot. Yeah, yeah. He sent voice, he sent voice notes. Yeah, so I was like recording it. Yeah. Um, and I literally sent them, the minute I got it, I sent them the registration number with the, I was should have been smarter with the worrying message. I'm driving, I'm being followed. This is the reg number. If anything happens to me, tell people this is the reg number. <laughs> <laughs> Did anyone say Aaron is dramatic? <laughs> Okay, no, I think it's sensible. But you guys were really, you were like, okay, we're worried for you, but you know, you're doing the right thing. Um, text us your lo- you said text Same your location. Same location so yeah. you can so watch you your drive. Right. Yeah. 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 So that was good. And yeah. End of story, it all worked out fine. Exactly. Yeah. But, so we had your back, except yeah. you fell asleep. I mean, you went to sleep. <laughs> but I know you can do anything till the morning anyway. Well, yeah. I mean, I had, to, it's like 24 hours when you go missing, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, even though. Anyway, that's by the by. Yeah, so I just wanted to say a big thank you to both of you um, for always supporting me when moments of self-doubt creep in, as they do often, you know, dealing with your own emotions is always an uphill yeah. battle and we always have those moments where we think, oh, can I do this? Mm-hmm. So just a massive thanks to both of you. I think I don't know anyone else who's so multi-talented as the two of you, like genuinely. Aww. I mean, you've got Aaron with all his um, Photoshop and comedy and creative skills. And Jack then... of all trades, master of all trades. Hit me up, BBC. <laughs> and then you've got Lauren with her woman designing and just she can just whip something up. If you need it made, she can stitch it. Her, yeah. her artistic skills are just out of this world. So thank you both. And... Thanks for being on this journey with me and letting me join you. I know that we all we always we've got this like joke on our chat about oh it's Aaron's podcast, Aaron doesn't work, blah, blah, blah. but which is true. <laughs> a lot of it is true. Well Lauren does a did maybe not half, but a lot of the editing. Yeah, um, maybe a quarter. Um, and <laughs> then she fell in love. And then I um, fell in love and got distracted. Sorry. But she was not, you know, dicks before pricks or whatever. What's the line? Sisters before misters. <laughs> because you do still say such, you reply quick. Um, whereas some people do give up. When they get in a relationship and they forget about their girls. Yeah. yeah. But um, I honestly, I couldn't. I know we were like, we joking, we're like, oh, Aaron, you could have just done this podcast without them or whatever. But I honestly couldn't have. Because you know those times when things are hard, like it, it has been a lot of work to get to yeah. this point where we're finishing the first series yeah. successfully. Yeah, definitely. Like I would never have done it. I would never have had the confidence to put it out there like we did. Yes. To be like, we think this is the shit. We think this is a good product. Yeah. And to try and get listens. Like, I never would have had that. Yeah. Sometimes you need to have someone else on, yeah. your, on your side that's... You need someone have to commit yeah. to it. And I, I honestly never would have got this far without without you guys. And Aww. I definitely would not if I'd done it in a stupid guess way. It would have just got too much. I would have canned it all. Yeah. So yeah. I honestly couldn't have done it without you. Aww. And I wouldn't have wanted to. This is the Aww. match Aww. And now we get to go and see them together. Yes. We're seeing them together, we you guys. We are buzzing. And guys, I can't wait for season two either. I think that's going to be even better. So let's talk about So we will be coming back with a season two. We, as yet, we have a lot of ideas. We have so many ideas, you guys. Yes. We might carry on in the style that we are of doing retrospectives on 
band, girl bands, looking at this. We have always been solo creators, so we've always been like, the theme of this podcast really was justice for, like we wanted to do justice for the solo creators of the Spice Girls because we think people underestimate what they did. Yes. Yeah. So that's a clue to what we'll talk about. We're all about justice for. So we have got some ideas. We also have a, I think the, the idea we're leaning to mostly now is slightly left field. It's yes. always going to be pop centered, pop culture. Yeah. And beating people up like, Feminist yes. slump. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. But let us know what you want. Like, we. We're love interested the to hear your ideas. Because we're like, oh, well, if we did one on Girls Aloud or Destiny's Child, would the audience follow us? Do they want to hear about that? Yeah. So we we love having you listen. So you're the most important thing. So do let us know what you think. Um, you can get us at Pod of the Pops on all platforms. You can send an email to my humbly titled email address. Oh, we've got one. Have we? Yeah, part of the pops at gmail.com. Oh, right. Well done. You did that. <laughs> Thank you. I did one of the things you did. Part of the pops at gmail.com. Yeah, we'd love to hear from you. And any sponsors. Oh, sponsors. Please do so hit us up, you guys. I am prepared <laughs> to go back to my days of underwear modelling if it will get us. <laughs> In the meantime, we have some favourite podcasts that you can listen to. Mm. I have been loving a podcast called The Vegetable Cast. Yeah. Which, have you been listening to the one I've been listening to? It, yeah. So it takes a, a move. Oh, Sorry. Karen's that was my notes. No, <laughs> no throw it away. It's all, it was all rubbish anyway. Yeah. <laughs> the Vegetable Cast takes um, a movie that you've heard of and then applies the Vegetable Cast test, which is about women's representation in movies. It's hilarious and it's ruined so many movies for me. It's, yeah. It's awesome. great though. And they have great guests yeah. too, yeah. The other great podcast that we loved is It's Britney Bitch, which sort of inspires yes. yes. Shout does out to you guys. A 20 year retrospective on Britney. And um, T Kyle and Bradley Stern are hilarious. And they're so great good. Guys. And yeah. even if you're not a huge Britney fan, you should listen. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, but most of all, just thanks to the listeners. I mean, mm-hmm. you guys have made this for yeah. us. All your interactions on social media oh my God, have been so, funny. so good. Yeah. Sending us the links to Brian Adams made my day. Yeah, that that was like on my birthday, you guys. You made my birthday. Yeah. So yeah. thank you all so, so much. And we'll see you for season two. We hope. See yeah. you for season two. Bye. 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 I thought that we could just be friends. But if you haven't subscribed... Things will never be the same again. View all our bonus content, leave your comments, and join the conversation on our Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Talk to us at Pod of the Pops on all platforms. Summer. Ooh.
I'm going to do some relaxation and emotional literacy. That sounds really interesting. Is that like a company or a website we could go to to find out more about that? Yes, it's actually my own business. You what? You run a business? It's mindmarvels.co.uk and you can find us on all social media platforms at mindmarvels. Is that mind spelled M-I-N-D and marvels spelled M-A-R-V-E-L-S? Yes, it sounds even more logical than English accent. about what mind marvels do. I have a feeling it does like emotional well-being classes for young people, yes. teaching them how to manage their emotions and feelings and stopping them feeling stress and anxiety that can build into adulthood. Wow, you should join the team because you know so much. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what we do without this accent. <laughs> what is this accent? what we do so we're teaching kids how to manage their emotions you know adults struggle to manage their emotions you know and we're so intent on you know young people getting maths and english and all their exams Mm. but we need to actually focus on people's emotional well-being first or else we're not going to get anything else right really what you want your children to be is well-managed adults and you know you want them to do well in school and class and stuff so they make good choices yeah they can't go on to be managed adults yeah and remember these are skills for life as well you know you do a maths exam then you forget you know about the answers after but these are skills for life your emotional managing your emotions so true. And you're based in the South Lanarkshire area, yep. but you are looking at online courses and yep, programming. Yeah, so. um, I also work, you know, within uh, Central Scotland as well. So, okay. and, you know, I have been approached by the UK government for courses in London. So if anyone's interested in their workplaces or, you know, training days, uh, you yeah. know, for children or adults, give us a Get shout. Touch and we'll work something out. Lauren, hey. Mm, what are you doing with your summer? Uh, having an amazing summer, I have been down in England dressing on a musical. Uh, I mean, obviously I would not know anything about that, no. being a musical gay. No, you're not a musical gay, but I actually work on them. <laughs> <laughs> so, she can educate you. Yeah. So, so uh, I have a background in stage management. <laughs> Her stage management skills are better than these accents. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, basically, now I'm just trying to work in the costume industry. And so uh, I'm doing dressing, and I'm going to try and do some more making this year for shows. And I'm touring in China in you autumn. You actually have a fun summer. Yeah, and can so, I just say, she is talented. I mean, I know nothing about costumes, but Lauren is super talented with art and design and just throwing your hand to anything that anyone wants, you and know? that's why we tend to her for all of the outfit advice through all of these episodes. Yes, and yes. how do we find you? Lauren. You can find me at Lolo Cameron at Instagram and you can find me at L Junior Cam at Twitter. So I should spell that. That's L J for Juliet U N O R Cam C A M. So yeah, that's my Twitter. I only knew J for Juliet. The phonetic alphabet (laughs) is not strong in this one. (laughs) Well, that's the letter people get confused with. We've got to Um, get all your handles the same. Yeah, I I know. It's fine. It's too late. I've got, yeah. Anyway, what am I doing? Thank you for asking. Yeah. So, (laughs) I... As you may know, 
I am stand-up comedian now in Twitchin. So I am at the Edinburgh Fringe this August with my brand new show, Can't Stop a Rainbow, which I'm super excited about, given when I started this podcast, I wasn't sure about the show. It's more political than I expected, but in 2019... I'm so proud of you. Listen, thank you. So proud. Mm. It's a bit of a breakup show. Oh, I'm not sure about that. It's a bit political. Oh, I don't know about that. But it's fun. Like, we have a lot of fun. We play some Celine Dion. She's my god. Yeah. So, yeah, it's at the Edinburgh Fringe every day until the 24th at 6pm at Bar 50, which is on Cowgate. You sort of go down onto Cowgate and then you do a Beyonce. You go to the left, to the left, and it's in a hostel. Have we actually said where the fringe is? Uh, The Edinburgh Fringe. It's the largest fringe festival in In the world. In the world. The biggest arts festival in the world, guys. Arts festival, yeah. Awesome, yeah. So in August, you know where to get Erin at 6pm in Bar 50 in Edinburgh. Did you get the time right? I know, oh god, after I printed my flyers wrong. So, but these ones are right. I think you guys will check them for me. Yes. 